And I quote, we should celebrate being a woman, being a Filipina. Being women makes it easier for us to show compassion and empathy, but not in a negative way. Welcome everyone to the MindCare Podcast, where we talk about today's most relevant issues on mental health and wellness. Now, the Philippines has in fact made strides in the women's empowerment movement to seek to eradicate all discrimination and promote rights of women. But to date, we still see many of our women struggle with mental health concerns as a consequence of various work environments. So to celebrate Women's Month this March 2022, we welcome episode 13, Women in the Workplace. Today, we talk about how to become an empowered woman and how to strive for a safer and healthier workplace environment for women. This is JT and Janine, your hosts for today. And with us is psychologist Ms. Aida May Bergado de Guzman. She is an industrial organizational and social psychologist with more than 25 years of experience in human resource management, organizational development, and mental health. Thank you for joining us today, Ms. May. Hi, Janine and JP. Thank you for having me. Thank Ms. you for May. being here. <laughs> so to start off, I'd like to ask you what women empowerment means to you. Women empowerment can be defined as promoting women's sense of self-worth their ability to determine their own choices, and their right to influence social change for themselves and others. Mm-mm. And so how do I become an empowered woman? Let us start with self-awareness, knowing our strengths, what we do best, as well as knowing our weaknesses, and how we can develop this into something that would make, make us a better version of ourselves. In this way, we maintain a, self, a good self-concept, who we think we are, the picture we have of ourselves, plus the picture we think others have on us. And this is very important because it affects our motivation, our attitude, and our behavior. We should believe in ourselves first so others can. Mm, that's definitely true. And I hear that there are laws in place to protect women, um, but it's actually not so well known, especially among the marginalized women. Um, can you tell us more about that, please? Well, to further discuss, the UN Women created a framework with seven principles to empower women. But today, I will briefly talk about four of them, which are related to empowering women specifically in the workplace. So the first principle is establishing high-level corporate leadership for gender equality. For a long time, women have been underrepresented in leadership positions, whether it is within public or private sector. But thankfully, we are living in a time wherein we are given much more opportunities compared to previous generations. In 2020, Filipino women holding senior leadership positions in mid-market businesses reached 48% despite the pandemic. That's according to Grant Thornton's annual Women in Business report. Mm -hmm. While this is an important milestone, there is still more that can be done to promote gender equality and nurture the leadership skills of women. One initiative is to cultivate gender equality into the business values and culture itself and to ensure that existing policies are gender inclusive. Another could be to establish company-wide targets or women's 
empowerment with a clear progress measure, and to be able to hold managers accountable for any violations against these goals. I'd like to cite Procter & Gamble, the, the gender inclusivity winner for the 2021 Women Empowerment Principles or WEPS Awards. Um, they applied this principle through their policies, inclusive mm -hmm. programs, and equitable practices. PNB, on the other hand, who was the champion for transparency and reporting, included gender data in their sustainability reporting to reflect the company's commitment to gender equality. The second principle is treating women fairly at work, which can be done by respecting and supporting human rights and non-discrimination. Although this is pretty basic, there are still cases wherein Women experience bias on the basis of gender. An example would be the refusal for hiring women due to the possibility for them to get maternity leave often, which some employers see as a disadvantage. Another form of this is withholding promotions due to the notion that women are less likely to be able to work overtime because of family commitments. The third principle involves the insurance of the health, safety, and well-being of all women workers. Harassment is a sad reality for many employees, which includes unwanted advances on women that may be sexual in nature. A negative or toxic working environment can be a cause for an overabundance of stress on a person, which can lead to a mental health problems in turn, unproductivity in the workplace. The fourth principle I would like to talk about is the education, training, and professional development for women. Honing one's professional skills and talents not only gives women more opportunities for better employment and positions, but also contributes to an organization's overall performance. It's really great to hear about all of these things that are being discussed in the international stage, Miss May. Um, and I do feel that in the Philippines, we're a bit, uh, we're a bit more progressive than other countries out there. But what are the specific things that our uh, government or our organizations have been doing in the Philippines when it comes to women's empowerment? And of course, uh, with the various things that's going on with the past few years with COVID, how has the fight advanced? Narrowing down to the Philippine setting, over the past year and a half, women leaders in the Philippines have become an example of resilience for various sectors of society. The COVID crisis and its disruption has had an impact on how we work together. And this is a clear invitation for businesses to seize the moment, to rethink practices. This was actually mentioned by uh, Luke Veron, the European Union ambassador to the Philippines during the virtual 2021 Women's Empowerment Principles Award. With gender inclusion at the center of their strategies, it is a fact that companies with higher female representation at the most senior levels deliver better results. Mm -hmm. The World Economic Forum's 2021 Global Gender Gap Report highlighted the Philippines' progress in narrowing the gender gap in terms of economic participation and opportunities. So particularly senior roles in business and leadership. 
This earned the Philippines a rank of 17 out of 156 countries. That's quite high, no? <laughs> so um, would you have any suggestions as to what a safe and healthy organization for women would look like? So for example, the laws in practice, are there any examples for this when it comes to the different stages in a woman's life? All right, let's discuss this in relation to the Magna Carta of Women or Republic Act Number 9710. The Magna Carta Law, which was adopted in 2009, its goal is to achieve women's empowerment in the Philippines, mm -hmm. which agenda includes, number one, achieve 50-50 gender balance in government positions. Number two, leave benefits and non-discrimination in employment, especially in the military and police. Mm -hmm. Number three, equal access in education and equal status. Um, number four, non-discriminatory and non-derogatory portrayal of women in media and films. And mandates review, amendment, and repeal of existing discriminatory laws. The law provides for recognition, protection, fulfillment, and promotion of the rights of Filipino women, especially those belonging in the marginalized sectors of the society. These are uh, great laws no, when it comes to Magna Carta. At least um, the Philippines were a bit more progressive. And uh, with the standards you mentioned a while ago that we ranked 17th out of 156 countries is uh, really great. But when it comes to the actual uh, enforcements of these laws, how, how well do we fare, Ms. May? Well, also, the Philippine Statistics Authority reports that two in five or 40% of wage and salary workers are women. Of the approximately 8.3 million working women in the country, 78% of them work full-time. The Department of Labor and Employment recently resumed the full implementation of the labor loss compliance system. Mm -hmm. Its enforcement mechanism geared at promoting voluntary compliance with labor laws and regulations among establishments across industries and geographical locations. The DOLET takes part in promoting the welfare of women in the workforce by ensuring that their benefits as mandated by law are properly provided to them. In fact, among the compliance indicators verified by the LLCOs or labor law compliance officers when they conduct assessment of establishments are the compliance with women-related benefits. So um, this, these benefits include maternity leave, leave for victims of violence against women and children or what we call VAUSI and special leave for women with gynecological disorders. The system also checks their compliance with the expanding breastfeeding promotion, promotion act on the provision of lactation stations and lactation breaks for breastfeeding women. So since the start of labor law compliance system, the DOLE has covered more than 100,000 establishments employing more than 1.8 million workers. So of this number, 35.2% are women. 
-hmm. High compliance rates have shown for women-related benefits like for maternity leave, there's 99%. For vowsy leave, 97.88%. And then, especially for women, 97.94%. And for lactation stations, 95.83%. So to summarize, you were mentioning that workplace stress has been leading to a lot of mental health concerns. And by ensuring a healthy and safe workplace environment, we would be able to help reduce the incidence of mental health concerns. In addition to that, becoming an empowered woman involves having self-awareness and self-concept. And I believe that by having education and training and professional development, we can help achieve that. I'm also glad that you were able to help spread awareness of the different laws in place that can help protect us women. So do you have any last words, Miss May? Yeah, I'd like to share Maria Rosario Balagot. And I quote, we should celebrate being a woman, being a Filipina. Being women makes it easier for us to show compassion and empathy, but not in a negative way. Our insights and instincts allows us to read events and circumstances naturally, and this often strengthen a technical decision. Our seeming softness and quieter disposition are our strengths, end of quote. So cheers to harnessing our inherent strengths and closing the global gender gap much, much earlier than the World Economic Forum's latest forecast of 100 years. It's time not to man up, but to human up. Thank you, Janine and JT, for making me part of Mind Care Club Women's Month Celebration. Thank you so much, Miss May, for your time. I'm Miss Ida May Bergado de Guzman on Mind Care Club. She is one of our most exceptional practitioners, having expertise in both mental health and organizational management as well. So our counselors and psychologists are trained to help individuals navigate through life's challenges and even um, organizations as well. So for me, the talk today was very insightful when it comes to knowing the strides that we're continuously fighting for and making for when it comes to women's rights and empowerment. I do believe that women play a big role in our society and especially for me in my life. My mother also played a big role in this and the, all the women out there. So happy Women's Month as well. So feel free to reach out to us if what we talked about resonates with you or your organization and of course, womanhood. Check out Mindcare Club for more information. And as always, this podcast is not a substitute for any mental health consultations and only serves to spread awareness. Don't forget to like, share this podcast and follow us on Spotify at Mindcare Podcast. Join us again next time as we continue to help lessen sadness in the world one podcast at a time. Thank you so much, Miss May, for your generosity in providing your time for us. My pleasure. <laughs> Thank you very much, Miss May. <laughs> Thank you.